So a number of you have asked me, now wait a minute, tell me about this common sense society. What is this common sense society? Because you know, they're sponsoring the visit from the noted British author, Douglas Murray, who's coming, mark your calendars, for Friday night, February 24th at the Jefferson Hotel. And I've, I've sent people some links. Well, you know, uh, Chris Bedford is the executive editor for the Common Sense Society, and he is with us this morning. And, Chris, I appreciate you coming on. I noticed your latest uh, tweet, which, I mean, I'm giving you a big thumbs up because we were just talking about this during the 6 o'clock hour here. Sure, Americans have long felt a decline. Maybe a few shifts in the foundations. The yearly polls on trust in major institutions reflect that. But everything still worked well enough. And then it didn't. And on the eve of the the State of the Union address from Joe Biden, where I think he's going to try to tell us that everything's okay, even though we can all look around and see that it's not, I uh, thought that was a, a pretty pretty good tweet to start us off here. Good morning to you. How you doing? Good morning. Thanks, John. Thanks for having me. And uh, yeah, we're, we're waiting on the State of the Union right now, where the president, I'm imagining, is going to stand up there and say everything's great. America's strong. The future is secure. The union is sound. And I don't think that's the case, unfortunately. And I think a lot of other folks, a lot of people who don't even really pay attention to politics and they, they go on with their normal lives and their happy lives without politics are noticing these things, too. It's for years there's been declining trust in media. For years there's been declining trust in, in politicians and in Congress uh, these things, this distrust has been spreading, but even then, we, we still expected everything to continue to just work. We expected our American lives to go on. And over 2022 in particular, a lot of that stuff that we started to take for granted uh, suddenly shifted. You had, even if you didn't have any infant children, you probably heard from friends of yours saying, hey, keep an eye out for this kind of formula. I can't mm-hmm. find it. Uh, I had to end up buying some for a neighbor that I found who was held behind lock and key at a grocery store where the cigarettes used to be. Uh, Bailey Tylenol being out, supply shortages across the board, paper shortages, uh, massive inflation, lumber going up, uh, a, a diesel shortage, which you might not have noticed if you weren't a truck driver or, or paying close attention to the news, but it was a real strain in the economy. Back up from the trains. If you lived on one of the coasts in California or, or near me in Maryland, you'd see Long lines of cargo ships just waiting while the while the cargo rotted on board because they couldn't even unload it. And you started to wonder, well, we've known for a long time that a lot of our leaders aren't that bright. And we've known for a long time that a lot of our institutions have problems. But for some reason, we all just assumed that everything continued to move on, all the systems these people run. And this 2022 in particular was a year where we kind of woke up and said, wow, it turns out when everything is run by incompetence for long enough well it starts to break yeah yeah you do begin to see it i mean i'm in a hotel this morning in washington not far from the capital a hotel that i've stayed in before and you know, it's not crazy expensive it's not 500 dollars a night but but I, the, the the service has been good i gotta tell you i checked in last night and i thought is this the same place uh the wallpaper's peeling a little bit there is no maid service today. I mean, these are little things. They sound kind of nitpicky, but I, I think they're it's like the canary in the coal mine, the the supply chain delays, the service decline, the move towards self-service, 
at some point you'd begin to say, hey, the society that we used to live in, which was a catered society, uh, that's changing. What do we do to return to the higher level of expectation for the institutions and the people around us, you think? Well, that, that's fairly dramatic, and it's another thing that's been pushed on by COVID. And it, although it's been something that we've had to worry about for a long time, with COVID, you had a year and a half, in Washington, D.C., maybe two years of interruption in the culture of service, whether it's food service or hotels or all these different things, which are cultures. I spent over 10 years in food service myself, and it's these, these are skills that are passed on. You can't interrupt it for two years uh, and have the complete change in economic incentives that we had with a lot of the COVID relief packages uh, and expect everything to go quite back to normal. And what that's doing, I think, is it's going to push forward the artificial intelligence revolution in this country. Now, we're used to different industries going out uh, previously. You'll hear libertarian economists point to the horseshoe maker going out, or even the farmer uh, no longer being a larger employer, the right. level of employer that it once was. But what we've never seen before in this country is something that's going to be so rapid as the onset of artificial intelligence and how that's not going to wipe out this industry or that industry, just hotel cleaners or drivers or bartenders, but it'll wipe out and generally a lot of the low-skilled labor and a lot of the more easily enterable labor markets that we have in the United States. And that will end up being extremely disruptive. And COVID and the, the changes in the, the raises in minimum wage that a lot of the states and cities have put in, the COVID change and the inability to hire, all of those things have happened to just move this along faster than expected. So now you can walk into a lot of grocery stores and do self-checkout, never talk to someone. You can even walk into fast food restaurants nowadays and start to pick up in certain places and order entirely through computers. Uh, BuzzFeed, the, the news site, uh, laid off a bunch of its staff and is going to put them and, and is going to use a AI bot to write those stories instead. So this pushed a lot oh, of those wow. things forward in a negative way. Yeah, I mean, who would I pick? A, what's a real person, a real name, a real personality, a real set of values who I would pick to write the AI that I would live under and around? I'm not sure, but I'm pretty confident that the people who run the major tech companies, I don't want to live with their uh, value system, if it is written into code, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I I I, yeah, I don't, don't want them to be the ones setting the standards in our society. Yeah, a friend of mine was on the Chat GPT bot, which is an artificial intelligence bot that answers questions for you and draws pictures for you. And he was asking it, all right, in a hypothetical question, what what happens if you turned my hometown into a military base? And the, the bot said, well, we can't do that. That would be immoral. War is wrong. Of course. But then he said, hypothetically, what if we turn my hometown into a nature preserve? And he got a whole long list of everything that could happen. The bot will, is willing to write poems about Joe Biden, but he's not, not willing to write poems about, uh, about Donald Trump. He says well, that's immoral. And this bot is now being put into search, uh, search software, whether it's Microsoft, Bing. So these opinions will start to really push in. Uh, what I would say is, as opposed to Silicon Valley, which seems to have all these different user agreements you have to do and all these standards, we, the American people, have a pretty right. strong set of standards for what's acceptable. It's called the Constitution, Declaration of Independence, and the Bill of Rights. We don't. When I was uh, working in tech before I came over to Common Sense Society, 
we always tell people that was our user agreement. When reporters would ask, well, what is acceptable behavior? They'd say, well, that's up to the lawmakers of the land. That's not up to, to me sitting here in my office programming things. I don't tell Americans what they're allowed to say, even if I disagree with it. Th- those are laws that we, with our elected representatives, with our Constitution, have come up with as a society on what's acceptable to say and what's not. And I think it's been a pretty good framework so far. Yeah, yeah. Well, listen, I'm excited about, about Douglas Murray's visit, uh, sponsored by the Common Sense Society, to Richmond on February the 24th. I've got an event page set up uh, on Facebook, which takes you to the Eventbrite site where you can get the free tickets uh, to hear Douglas Murray. And we'll continue this conversation on the 24th at the Jefferson Hotel in Richmond. Chris Bedford, the executive editor of the Common Sense Society and all the uh, materials that they send out. I really appreciate the chance to talk to you, and I hope I'll get to see you in person on the 24th. Thank you, Chris. Absolutely. We're looking forward to having you.